So we began the sugya last week, Lamatessa Madonna for the bottom, but we didn't finish it, do justice to it. Not that we ever do justice to the sugya, but Lamatessa Madonna at the bottom. Uh, four lines up. Omer Abchia Ba'ashi. Past Sunuma. We began, we saw Tesis, which complicates sugya a little bit, but past Sunuma. Bekara, Mavarchan Aleha Moitzi. <coughs> We're talking about a past sunuma. Rashi says past sunuma is Yavesha. Shanitma Bikaira. It's dried bread that's put into a a plate, lishrace to soak. So you assume you have a plate of either milk or water, and you put this dried bread into it and you soaks it and it refreshes it and gives it a, a type of a type of taste. Dakis. So it's sunumos dakis means small pieces. So what bracha do you make on past sunuma bikara? So, so the Gemara tells us, Rabbi tells us that you make a bracha of Hamaytzi. Now, of course, <coughs> we agree, as Tasis pointed out last week, that if you have persisin, if you have small crumbs of bread, you make a bracha of Hamaytzi. That's agreed, which we understood from the previous surgeon number Chesamah base. That's not the issue here. The issue here is we're talking about you have a past sunuma together with a shlema, Tasis learns, or past sunuma together with a large piece of bread according to some other Rishonim then the question is what do you make the bracha on we're not discussing here whether you make a bracha of Hamotzi on Pesisin on Pasunum or not if all you have in front of you is Pasunum then of course you make a bracha of Hamotzi there's no question about that and on that there's no argument here the discussion is which part of the bread will I make a bracha over a person has to make a bracha over <coughs> one of the breads and then that will patter that will absolve him from any bracha from the other breads which bread takes precedent when it comes to having the bracha said over it. The says if you have past sunuma and according to Tasis with a shlema or according to some other shainim with a perusa, then you make a bracha you can still make a bracha of Hamitsi on the past sunuma. And he argues with Rabchia, Dom Rabchia Rabchia says, Sorich Shatechle Bracha im hapas you need to finish your Birchus Hamitsi with the prusa, with the bread being broken, meaning the, I, the ideal situation, the ideal of saying a hamotzi lechem in haaretz is to say hamotzi lechem in haaretz as the bread is being broken. So you cut your bread and you're saying your bracha, and as you're finishing your bracha, the bread becomes divided into two pieces. <coughs> That's the ideal way of making a bracha. That's mihilchus brachus. That's mihilchus brachus. Mihilchus brachus tells you. <coughs> you should make a bracha as you're being pious. If that's the case, if I have in front of me a shlema, or if I have in front of me a prusa, together with my pasnuma, I have a shlema and a pasnuma, or a prusa and a pasnuma, then the bracha ideally should be said on the, on the sh- prusa, or on the shlema, where I can be mekayim this halacha of uh, James, would you like to move in a second, please? Morning, Howard. No problem, no problem, no problem. Did he not bring his Gemara today? He didn't bring his book? He didn't bring it. Okay. No problem, thank you. So therefore, says says Rebchia Baashi says that if you have a choice of pas sunuma together with pas prusa or pas shlema, this is Lamatessa Madala for the bottom, few lines up. 
together with Pas Snuma, together with Pas Shlema, according to Tesis, or Prusa, according to the others, you should have to make your bracha on the Snuma. According to Rebchir, since there's Halach and Hilchas Brachas, that you need to make a bracha as the bread's being broken, as the, bre- the bread is being cut, as it's being divided, and the bracha has to end at the point when the bread is not whole anymore, then Mehilchas Brachas, I need to make a bracha on something that I'm going to divide. If it's divided already, I can't be Mekayim the Halach or Bracha. Since Bracha demands that I should be, should be cutting the bread at the point of when it's divided, I should be, sorry, I should be making the bracha at the point of when it's, when it's divided, therefore that takes precedent, and if I had a choice of pas snuma and a brusa, or pas man shlema, I'd make a bracha on the shlema, so that I can fulfill this <coughs> criterion of hilchas brachas. Are we clear in that? Maskiv law, Robert, which Robert comes along and asks a question, he says he doesn't understand this whole concept of Rebchia. My shnot snuma, the loy. Why do you say that ideally if you have a choice of pas shlema and pas snuma, you should make the bracha on the shlema, not on the snuma, so that I can do a prisas apas and be tchale the bracha im apas. Why do you say tsnuma? No, not because when you make your bracha, the bracha is going to be chal on a prusa. There's no, there's no shlema here. There's no whole bread or even a, a larger piece of bread that I'm cutting in, in, in the picture. So therefore we say, don't make the bracha on the tsnuma because then the tsnuma, the bracha is going to be a bracha on a piece. And we don't want a bracha on a piece. We want a bracha on a large piece that's going to need to be cut. Bracha prusa kachalia. Al pasnami. When it comes to making a bracha on the pasuk, according to Europe here, ki gomra, prusa gomra. Since the bracha is only a real bracha when I finish the bracha. When I finish the bracha, I've already cut the bread, because Rebchir tells me that my bracha's gotta be finished at the point when the bread's already cut. So I start cutting, I make my bracha and I start cutting. When I finish my bracha, the bread's already in pieces. So where's my bracha chalom? On the piece. So what's the difference between that and the tsunuma? A half a bracha is not a bracha. I start my bracha, it's not a bracha. So the fact that I'm starting my bracha when the pas is a shalem, useless. means nothing. The chalos bracha is going to be chal on a, pr- on, on a shlema. And it's not chal on a shlema. The bracha and the shlema don't have anything to do with each other. Because when it becomes a bracha, it's not a shlema anymore. So why should pas shlema, why should the shlema be more, take precedent, and, and, and obligate me to make a bracha on it, to be mekayim l'din of sarsh and chal bracha in my pas, when in effect I'm doing exactly the same thing. I might as well make a bracha on the tsunuma. <laughs> Says Rashi, Yaprusa Chalya. Given the Amris, Imprisa Saprusa Chalya. Since you've, re- you've said that the, the bread is going to be, the bracha is going to be said at the point when the bread is broken, my chashivusa umay ahanicha. My hanisa. What is the chashivus of this sholem and what's the benefit of making a bracha on a complete bread? What's going on here? What are you gaining at all? You're not gaining anything. Shlema, if the bracha goes on a, on a whole piece, and I can say a whole piece is chashiv. So shlema, so bracha on the shlema takes precedent over pasunuma. If I only have a bracha which is anyway going to be on a prusa, what does it make if it's a prusa which is two inches thick or a prusa which is one inch thick? Who, what difference does it make? It's a prusa. It's a prusa. That doesn't seem to be an issue at all. Ella Omar Robert. Therefore comes along Robert and he says, Mavorich, 
He disagrees with Reb and he says that when you're making a bracha on a loaf of bread, you first make the bracha, and only afterwards you cut the bread into its pieces. That's talking about when you have a whole bread in front of you. If you have, of course, if you have a person in front of you and no whole bread, then you make a bracha on the person. But when you have a whole bread in front of you, you don't cut the bread and finish the bracha when the bread's cut. You only fin- you finish the bracha when the bread's a shalim. When the bread's a shalim, then you can make the bracha and you're making a bracha on the shalim. And if you're making a bracha on the shalim, then of course we understand that if you pass sunuma and a shalim, you should make a bracha on the shalim. You finish all the bracha, and then you separate the prusa. What's the hey here? Mafris. That makes a lot more sense. Mafris. Mafris. Aprusa. Somebody swapped the samach and the sin. Though they sin and samach interchangeable, aren't they, Rav Gabi? So this way the bracha will now land on a complete bread. On a complete bread. Nadoi of Nadoi would cut the bread like Ribchia, meaning they would make a bracha, start the bracha with the bread shalim, cut it through as they're finishing the bracha, and the bracha would finish on a broken bread. Nadoi of and the Rabbonon would cut the bread, make a bracha on the bread, in like like Rava's opinion. They would make a bracha on a whole bread and only be betzeh afterwards. Amr Avina, Amr Ali, Aim, Avuch, Avit Kirchia. So Ravina said, Ravina said that his mother said to him that your father used to follow the opinion of Avuch. Amr Avchia, Sor Shetchala Bracha Ima Pas. Avchia said that you've got to have the bread in a piece when the bracha finishes. Rabbanon of the Kirava, Rabbanon. Follow the opinion of Rava, Vihilchasa, and Halacha is Kurava, the Amma Mavarich Vachkach Betseah. The Halacha follows the opinion of Rava, and Mavarich Vachkach Betseah. So that's what we do on a Shabbos. Most people don't have a whole bread during the week. You're more likely to eat a sandwich, which is already a Prusa. So you're making a brock on a Prusa. But if you have a whole loaf of bread in front of you, then you make a brock on the loaf. You make a brock. How do you make a brock on the loaf? You first make the brock and you only cut afterwards. The fact that we make a tiny little mark on it on Shabbos is is not relevant really and exactly how much of a mark you should make is a huge discussion in the Poskim but that's not relevant to Hilchus Brochus that's relevant to to Stam to make a mark so you should know exactly what you mean but say that's a separate halacha but the bread has to be whole according to the robber the bread has to be whole the bread has to be whole do I actually start making a break a cut do I not start making a cut that's also something that's discussed in halacha but that's going to be relevant to what we're going to talk about in Tosafos in a moment. But that's that's the machlekes in the Gemara, and we pass Rava, and that's what we do. We pass Rava, the halacha we pass Rava. Comes back Tosafos with a new problem, now, a very interesting problem. Milchasa Kerava the Mavarich v'Achkach Boitzia Pirish Shlo Yafris Haprusa Minapra or Yafris Haprusa Minapas Ad Acha Habrocha so Tais is now explaining Rava in a slightly different way to the way Rashi seems to say it Rashi says Rashi's mashma that the cutting of the bread takes place only once you finish the bracha Tais in his first line seems to disagree with that Tais in the first line says Pirish Shlayafrish haprusa min hapas adach habrocha seems to imply that you've cut it already it's still there's a cut there, but you haven't separated the pieces. That's all. 
you haven't separated the pieces. You haven't cut far enough that the pieces are called separated automatically, but you haven't left the pieces, the, the, the whole loaf of bread intact. You've already begun to cut, so the brach is chal on a shalem. It's still a shalem because you haven't separated it, but you haven't allowed the bread to remain whole because otherwise I have another problem. I'm going to make a bracha and then I'm going to start cutting. So that's a hefsek between my bracha and my eating. When I make a bracha, I need to eat straight away. It's like having a piece of bread in front of you, making a bracha, and then start smearing the bread with your peanut butter, and then you've got to put the jam on top as well, and then you've got to cut it and fold it and make it into a triangle, and if it's not exactly right, you've got to trim it, and you've got to get the ends off, because otherwise it's, 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 it looks homemade. And you imagine you did, you did all that before you, before you, in between you, that's a hefsek. So what's going on in Agamor? How can Robert tell me? And Rashi learns that to me, that I leave it intact, completely whole, and only then I make a, a betzia. After my bracha, I start cutting. That doesn't seem to make sense. So I don't separate the prusa from the bread until after the bracha. I cut as much as I can, and then all I'm doing at the end is I'm separating it, and that's it. There are those who have the minute to make the bracha of Hamaitzi before they cut the bread. So that the bread should be complete. That's shit is rash. So the bread should be complete. You make the bracha and then only then you start cutting. Says I don't think that's the right thing to do. To have a hesachadas bin a bracha lachila. I've now got Hesachadas, says Tesis, between the Bracha and the Achila. I'm sorry? Can we hang on a bit? You, you have to have a little bit of patience. Of, uh, because. Miu, Beshabbos, Nochen Lachme, Olavorich, Kaidem Shiachtech, Shletishamit Yodel, Livtsa, Kaidem Shitchala, Bracha, Shoz, Lo Yeh, Lo Lechem Mishnah. So Shabbos has a different problem. Shabbos, I need to have a bracha on a lechem mishnah. A lechem mishnah is, so we see from Tashtus that the geda of a bracha on a sholim and the geda of lechem mishnah are two different gedorim. Two different, um, complete two different definitions of a shlemus. Even though, I, and when I make a bracha, it's on a sholim. And I need lechem mishnah means a sholim, but that's two different definitions. A shalim for a bracha, it's good enough if I cut through as long as it's the halach, as long as when I lift up one half of the bread, the other half's not going to fall off. That's still called shalim for the bracha. When it comes to lechem mishnah, that's not called shalim. In fact, the shlach actually says that when you make your mark on Shabbos, your shlach, you should make a tiny, tiny scratch, you mustn't make a mark really. The moment you cut, tiny little cut into it, you're already not a shalim anymore. Which is a big chiddish, because there's nothing missing from that bread. What's missing? No crumbs came off when you made a little, when you made a little cut, hopefully. So what, what's missing? Yet, the Shloss says that's called the Chasar and Lechem Mishnah. And we see a similar concept in Taisus. If I began to cut my bread, says Taisus, it's a Chasar and Lechem Mishnah. Chasar and Lechem Mishnah. How that gets around the problem of Hesachadas, I'm not quite sure. So we have a very strange scenario here in Taisus. On a normal weekday, where you don't need to have Lechem Mishnah, you just need to make a bracha on a shalim, and then I can cut it through until the point when it's not going to break off, and then I make my bracha. Because otherwise I'll have a problem of Hesachadas. Comes to Shabbos where I've got Lechem Mishnah, ooh, suddenly Hesachadas goes out the window. I've forgotten about my Hesachadas, and I make a bracha on the Shalim, and then I cut, ooh, you're talking about a big color, right? A chosm color, so it's a big, so it takes a few minutes to cut through. Hesachadas, no problem. Why? Because I need Lechem Mishnah. You're much better about where you're going to cut, that by doing that, even without cutting it, you've determined in your own mind 
where that base is not cut yet. It's still a shalim. So you, you facilitated when you come to cut, you'll do it straight away. But uh, what's tesis heschadas? What's heschadas and tesis? Is it because there's too much break, a gap between the bracha and, or is it because you're deciding where to to cut? You're learning because you, you're, you're deciding where to cut. No, no. And then why can't we do that on the weekdays? Well, then, just make a little mark. Tesis mashma on the weekday, I've cut through Shabbos. Bechemishna, different story. What happened to heschadas? Shabbos is no problem Shabbos is a person always concentrating on what he's doing I would say for us it's the other way around come Friday night you're so tired you're not quite sure what you're doing Maskinon in the Gemara later in the Memzai and we come to the conclusion the beinon ad shetchale amen, shetchale amen mipi ha'einin shloyivotza kaidem. That we can, that you shouldn't cut your bread. That means you shouldn't finish off the betzia until you've heard the amen from the tzibul, the amen from the people that you're being mighty. What does Tzibul want from this page? What's he trying to get at? Tosis seems to be saying is that according to Rashi that when you make a bracha you make the bracha before you've even begun to cut the bread then the Gemara in, in later in Memzayim will be telling you that you shouldn't start cutting your bread until everybody's finished Amen according to Tosis that you start cutting the bread before the bracha but you just make sure that the, the two parts will remain attached and are, are completely attached so it's still considered a Shalim you mustn't detach those two parts one from the other until everybody's finished answering Amen so if you have a tzibur that take a long time over the Amen you've got to wait you've got to wait until they start to finish Amen so you can start cutting now this next piece of Tosus is very strange and Masha already points out it's a strange piece of Tosus because Tosus now wants to bring a raya to Halacha which is clear in Agamora from Yushalmi that argues with Agamora so it's a very strange taste for this. Exactly what Tosis wants from this Rishalmi is unclear. But Tosis says, "V'yesh mevin raya, shemavin raya." Those who try to bring a proof, shesarich letzayim abracha kaidem sheyibatsa, that you got to finish the bracha before you've been b'tzeir the bread. Now, what does he want? I mean, what do you need a proof for? It's a Gemara. The Gemara says, "V'ama v'hilchas ekarav, v'ama mavarich v'achach b'tzeir." So why Tosis has to bring a raya for this when we have a mafurish Gemara that says halach is like rava? So you see, Tosh is saying, "V'yesh shemavin raya shesorich l'saim abrocha kaidem shibatzab." You shall finish the bracha before you start cutting. Not like Rambam says, you finish the bracha after you cutting. You got to finish the bracha before, like Rava. But what do I need a raya for? I only need a raya when I have a doubt about something. I'm not clear in, in a certain matter. I need to bring a proof. So if I don't know if it's Sunday today or Monday today, I need to bring a proof what day it is. But the Gemara says very clearly, black and white, v'hilchas ekarava. So what I need a raya for? What, this is not brushes, you show me. What I need, but what I need a raya for my brushes for? I've got a rubber. I need a raya? You think so? 
The Gemara tells me black and white what the halacha is, and I, I need to bring a rye from a brisa. And a brisa that argues with that Gemara. And a brisa that argues with that Gemara. Masha says he doesn't know what Tesis wants. Says Tesis, the yes from being rye. Excuse me. She started to sign my brocha kaidushi botsa. Mid the tani rebchia be yushalmi. Ain mavachan ala pas and a bishashu payus. The only time you make a bracha on a bread is at the time when you are going to cut. Behind you, mishim shim yifreis kaidem a bracha. Shem a tippet a person miyaday. Vla yuchal lech a person acheres yibatsa. Vla bracha and yistach lachsoy lebarich. Yeshkan bracha lebatol. Aval im hayisach lebarich al kalapas. Vla yuchal lefreis kaidem a bracha. Ozim tippet up to ainu mivarich a person acheres yibatsa bracha rishayna. Comes along the base today with a very new concept. So the concept which is negia alochal amaisa. <coughs> it's mentioned in Halacha. The Rishonim do quote this Rishalmi because the concept of the Rishalmi is something we agree to, but that's not how we lump shot in Gemara. The Rishalmi is telling us here: if I have, let's talk about apples. If I have four apples on the table, and I pick up an apple and I make a bracha Baruch Atah Hashem Nekem Mechaylam Boyre Prihoetz on the apple. And as I finish the bracha, along comes my little kid. He rips the apple out of my, ha- my hands and throws it out the window. I don't have such kids, by the way. Just, just uh, as an example, right? So, uh, or something. A, a monkey comes in the window, takes the apple, and runs off with it. What do I do now? Do I just pick up another apple and eat it? They were all in front of me, all in front of me. Says you shall me a chiddush. Says you shall me a chiddush. If I'm holding an apple and my broch is on the apple, and then as I finish my broch, the apple disappears. I need to make a new broch. On the next apple. And I've made a brochel of Maybe I'm fortunate, not my fault. I've made a brochel of Even if they're in front of me. If, however, I'm holding an apple, and I make a brochel, and then along comes a monkey and he eats half the apple, but the other half is still there, I can eat that half of the apple. That's fine. I don't have to make another brochel. Because my brochel is on this apple. I, I'm not quite, yes, okay, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not discussing hygiene here. If if my brocha is chal on this apple, my brocha is a brocha on this apple. This apple's there. Says Yishalmi. Where do we see this in Yishalmi? Because Yishalmi learns when Reb says that you've got to make a brocha on a whole <coughs> bread. Tony Reb different Reb to Agmar. You know why you have to make a brocha on the whole bread? Because we're worried. If you cut the bread before you make the brocha, what would happen if the bread fell on the floor? In those days when bread fell on the floor, you couldn't just pick it up. Because those floors weren't squeaky clean like our floors. So you couldn't just pick it up and eat it. So it fell on the floor. And you made a brocha. Where did you make a brocha? On that prusa, on that piece that you've cut. So my brocha is a brocha on the piece. Because it's chal, the brocha is only going to be a brocha after it's cut. So it's going to be a brocha on that piece. And that piece is now lost. It's fallen on the floor. I'm not going to eat it. I want to go and eat the other piece. No good. Got to make a new brocha. So to circumvent the risk of there being a brocha of atala here, <coughs> says Rebchein, you shall me, what do you do? Make sure that you keep it whole. Make sure that you keep it whole. Then, even if when you cut it, and that piece falls on the floor, so you can't eat that piece, so you cut another piece. My brocha was chal on the shalem, it wasn't chal on the piece. Unbelievable chiddush nalach, you shall me. By the way, says Tesis, yesh mevin right from here, that you should make a brocha before you cut it. Yashukai chachem. I don't know what Tesis wants. That bit we the, the Shami's argue with our Gemara. The Gemara doesn't give us this this new idea that you've got to make it on a whole bread because you know it might fall and then you have a brachel of atol. Our Bavli doesn't say anything of the sort. Our Bavli says on the contrary, if he holds you've got to cut it first. Rav is the one who says you don't have to cut it. 
So what does he want from the Yishalmi? I don't know. But upon him, by the way, we see this huge Kiddush in the Yishalmi. If you have four apples in front of you, you must have Shimon in front of you now. Four apples in front of you. And I make a brach on one. I'm holding one. I make a brach on it. And then I don't eat it. If I do eat it, then I don't need to make a brach on the others. Because once I've made a brach of Bichas my brach will continue. The moment I stop making a brach of Bichas because the brach was not chal on anything, no good. It's no good. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's a different topic. Because then my brachas come on both. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> no. Right. The washing is not. Is not. Uh, there was no hefsek in the washing. You'd have to make a new bracha. Chodesh dekiri shalmi. Okay, that brings us to the end of that piece of Gemara. However, that piece of Gemara is a little bit intertwined with the next piece of Gemara. <coughs> and it's quite complicated how it's intertwined, at least the way Tosus learns it. So yeah. Before we are a little bit, a uh, little bit difficult, the next sugi becomes a little bit more difficult. <coughs> Let's make a start. Itma. So la halacha, we follow rover. That's what we do. That's how minig. And then Shabbos, we don't break it at all. And the Shulchan Aruch says during the week you should cut a little bit, make a bracha, and then finish off cutting. But Shabbos, we don't cut at all. Shabbos, we don't cut at all. <coughs> Itma. <coughs> Excuse me. It's too early in the morning for me. Itma. Heviyu lifneim persisin. Heviyu lifneim persisin. They brought before them. I mean, it's the Shamash. The servants brought before them persisin. Pieces of bread ushlemin and whole bread. Now psisin doesn't mean sliced bread that you went to Gajinsky's and you put it in the machine and you got it sliced. Psisin means a, a loaf of bread that's partly been cut. So yesterday you had lunch and you took a loaf of bread. You didn't eat the whole loaf. You ate a third of the loaf. You're not such a gluttonous person. You only had a third of a loaf. That's enough for, for, for lunch. So next day you take, you've got a, a third of a loaf and a, a whole loaf in front of you. What? Where do you make a bracha on? Do you make a bracha on the psisin? Do you make a bracha on the shleimin? Do you make a bracha on the psisin? Do you make a bracha on the shleimin? But this gemara is not really relevant to the previous gemara, and that's the simple understanding. <coughs> Why is it different to the question of pasnuma and shleimus, as we learned in the previous gemara? Now here's a bit difference. Here's, here's a difference because both of these breads are going to need to be cut, right? Both of these breads are going to need to be cut. The shalom is going to need to be cut, and the psisin is also going to need to be cut. Because we're not talking about sliced bread already. We're talking about a, 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 a chunk. Oh, that's a good word. Thank you. A chunk of bread. And you can't eat a chunk of bread. It's not. You know, nowadays, you take a big, massive, uh, what they call them, these uh, breadsticks, and you, you stuff it down your mouth. Like uh, In the old days, you used to slice it like edel, you know, with a bit of, little bit of uh, subtlety to, their, to the way they ate. Unless you were Roman and you were in, in some sort of... Uh, Roman party, then they just pressed like like I don't know what but a normal person ate. So you're going to cut it anyway. Once you're going to cut it, I don't have the previous Gemara. The whole machlekes in the previous Gemara is how to cut my bread. Do I make a bracha before I cut? Do I make a bracha after I cut? Here we're discussing a new question. When I have a sholem and a pesisin, is there any precedence to the sholem over the pesisin? Is there not? Is there a advantage to a whole bread? Is there not an advantage to the whole bread? 
So, Heviu Lefne Psis Nushlemin. Now, I've explained to you the Gemara in simple terms. It is a little bit complicated in Taisus, because Taisus talks about a Sholem before. Why did Taisus have to talk about a Sholem before? If it's a Sholem, implying there's an advantage to the Sholem. So that's, uh, that Taisus is a little bit difficult. But that's, the, the two Sugis are two Sugis. And, and they're meant to be two Sugis. Heviu Lefne Psis Nushlemin. So it was brought before them. Whole breads and chunks of breads. Amr Avuna says Avuna mevorach al apsisin upaytes hashleimim. You make a brach on apsisin and you absolve yourself on the shleimim. Now that is very difficult to understand. Avuna is telling me I should make a brach on apsisin and not on the shleimim. I should make a brach on the chunk and not on the whole. Why? Says Rashi. Apsisin the shleimim. Amr Avuna imratza if he wants mevorach al apsisin. And if the psisim are bigger than the shleimin, then I need to make a bracha on the on the on the psisim. So if a psisim and the shleimin the same size, choice is mine. Choice is mine. If the psisim is larger than the shleimin, then I have to make a bracha on the shleimin on the psisim. Or if the psisim if the shleimin is larger than the psisim, then I have to make a bracha on the shleimin. But where they're equal, the choice is mine. There's no advantage, seemingly, in Rashi, in the Sholem itself. Which we'll see, come back to in a moment, Mitzvim. There's a Mitzvim in Amufcha to make a bracha on a complete loaf of bread. So that's if I have a Sholem and a Pesisim. Which, according to Rashi, is talking about a Sholem and a Pesisim the same size. <coughs> but if the Pesisim are bigger, then everybody agrees to make a bracha on the Pesisim. <coughs> We're talking about Sholem and Pesisim the same size. Then there's a machlekes between Ravuna and Rav Yechanan, where Ravuna says, if I want to, I can make a brach on the psisin. Rav says, no, I must make a brach on the shleimin. But, says the Gemara, Avok, prusa shel chitin, shleimish shel soyin, if I have a prusa of wheat and a shalim of soyin, Everybody agrees, and I, I do make the brach on the chitin, I don't make the brach on the soyin. Because chitin is something which is... Mochashev. Why is Mochashev in a moment? That's the Gemara. Now, before we go, carry on the Gemara, let's get clear Rashi, because we're going to do Taisus, then we're going to have to learn the Sugya both with Rashi and with Taisus. In fact, we don't have to do it ourselves, because Taisus does it for us. So, all these nice long Taisus are going to explain the Sugya both with Rashi's Pshat and with Taisus Pshat. And there's differences in the Sugya if you're going to learn like Rashi, if you're going to learn like Taisus. The difference in Rashi and Taisus is very small. Rashi in Rabbin time is very small, but it makes a big difference in how to learn the Sukkot. So let's get clear. We have a Machlechus here. Called to Rashi, we're talking about equal sizes of Psisin and Shleiman. And Rabbi says, if I want, I can make a brach on the Psisin, but I don't have to make a brach on the Shalim. Rabbi Yechonah says, if I want, I make a brach on the Psisin. If I want, I can make a brach on the Shleiman. Rabbi Yechonah says, no, I must make a brach only on the Shalim. Only on the Shalim. If the Psisin are larger, everybody agrees I make a brach on the Psisin. Size is of importance. So actually, halacha lemaisa. Shabbos morning, Shabbos Friday night, you come and, and your wife made some chalas, and they're, they're not quite equal. One's a bit larger than the other. Misal halachim chui to make the brach on the large one, but you're not going to eat the whole large one. You're going to eat a small one. So your wife made the large and the small. There's only two of you there because because everybody's out and there's no guests tonight. So so what? So you really want to cut the small one? According to according to our according to Rashi, if it's larger, you must to cut the large one. He says that in Nirvuna. He doesn't tell us what would be in the case of Nirvuna. <coughs> Correct. Well, that, the rough 
no, 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 no. But we see in Rashi that even Sisin, if it's Gedoyla, then the Shleimin, I make a Brachon of Sisin. So if I have two Shleimin and one's larger, so for instance, you come to Shudas in the winter, right? And you don't dub in Shul because you're a very naughty person. You don't come and dub and eat Shudas in the winter in Shul. Or because you're good, you're Ashkenazi, you're Makbit to eat Shudas before Mincha. So you've got a little roll at home. Why before Shkir? There's no Mukhe before Shkir. Size of the Mishnah Buru. Most difficult Mishnah Buru in the whole of the Mishnah Buru. Everybody else they but what do you need Shkir for? Do you eat, do you eat Friday night before, before Nacht? Yeah. Why? It's not Shabbos yet. <coughs> Fine. So, so have you been, got rid of Shabbos yet? So why can't I make, uh, why can't I have Shabbos? It's a fella. If you can find me a Shatna Mishnah Buru, I'll, I'll, I'll be very grateful. Um, none of the Gedoli Israel ever were Makhna Shkir for, for, for Shabbos. What would you need Shkir for? No worse than Friday night, we'd be doubling early. I'm a couple. You what? That was a couple of Shabbos, no? So yeah. To, to eat after Shkir? What's that? All the Hasidim may have after Shkir. You can tell me that they, they, they're not Makhna on Arizal. Do me a favor. The Satmarov, I once heard from, from the, somebody was very close to Satmarov. Satmarov used to dub Mincha just before 55 minutes. So, yeah, because you mustn't have Mincha. Because we were Makhlun Dimdum Mechama. And he would run out of Mincha a minute before 72. And run down and, and wash for, 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 for Almighty. You find me one Chosid who washes for, for, for Shlishlishes before Shkir. Doesn't exist. Biskarov ate after Shkir. Ponvichrov ate after Shkir. Everybody after Shkir. What's after Shkir? What's the Swarish Shkir? The only one is Mishnah Baruch. Okay, but if somebody's Makhlun Mishnah Baruch, I've got no tightness. You can be Makhlun Mishnah Baruch, you can eat before. Before Shkir. So you, <coughs> or, or if you're good, you're Ashkenaz. If James, you don't eat Shlishlishes before Mincha? Uh, good, you ate Ashkenaz, he's before Mincha. That's, that's Minig Ashkenaz. Minig Ashkenaz was the Shlishlishes before Mincha. You didn't know that, Shimon? That's right, don't eat. Avada, we also don't eat before Mincha. But the Yates Ashkenaz eat before Mincha. Bedafka. It's two days. It's two days. Have a look at Archashukhan. He's got a lovely write up on it. A cop on him. We're, we're sidetracked. You come to Mincha, it comes to Shadashudas, and all you've got is a little roll, and, and you need Lechemishna. So you, 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 so you've got a hole. You're not going to eat more than two pieces of bread. According to this, you've got to cut the hole off. Why you put it back in the freezer and you eat it, uh, another time? So you have a you have a large precision, you'll cut that for your lunch. It's not a shadow about Tashra, it's a shadow of Shalom Bias, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's a shadow of Shalom Bias, that takes precedence, no question about it. Shalom Bias is, you're Meichik, I feel like Shalom. That's Rashi. That shit is Rashi. That we're talking about, we're sidetracked for a moment, I'm sorry. We're talking about Sisin and Shleiman, same size. Ravuna says, Ravuna says, choice is yours. And Rabbi says, Shalim, Shleiman is a mitzvah. Sestasis, Mavarachal Absisin, Apoitis Ashleiman. Pesh Rashi, Mapsisin, Mashleiman, Shavin, Yavarachal Ezishi Yitzha. Mapsisin, Gedolim, Sarach Lavarachal Absisin, Liftis Ashleiman. There you have it. Tosa adds in Rashi that the G'daylim only helps you when I have P'sisin and Shleiman in Ravuna where they are of equal status, where there's no advantage to the P'sisin. But if I have Shleiman and P'sisin and my P'sisin are greater, Rabbi Yechon will tell you, I still make a bracha mashleimin. Shalem, oh, mitzvah namavcha. Shalem, mitzvah namavcha. The tamer, 
says Tosis, I don't understand this. Imkain svara fucha. The Rav Huna pesisin shem gedolim adifi or Rav Yechonon shleim adifi. Because in the case of gedolim, we have Rav Huna says pesisin shem gedolim adifi. According to Rav Yechonon, you have shleim adifi. Vein svara leima the pligi by hipochsoros. Tosis says we don't normally find a machlekes in a moraim and tanoim which are complete opposite ends of the spectrum. This one says, Psisin, always better, Psisin. Gdoilim, Psisin, no better. There was no Shleim, no better. That's like complete opposite source. Say that Rehona says, a choice. And Rehona says, you must have Shleim, that's okay. I've narrowed down the Machlechus as much as possible. But here, Rashi's wide the is more than necessary. He said, if they Gdoilim, then Rehona will tell you Gdoilim first. And Rabbi Yechon will say, no, Shleimim first. We don't have such a Rashi. But Taisus has such a Rashi. That's really broadening the Machlekes. To broaden the Machlekes unnecessarily, we try to avoid. We always try to narrow down the Machlekes. Let's try and get the bone of the point of the bone of contention. And let's, let's, let's keep it just to that point and not spread it beyond anywhere that's necessary. Here Rashi spread it unnecessarily broad and wide. That's Taisus first question. Next question. The Nakad Lashem Prusa Shalchitin. Why do we change the lotion of Prusa Shalchitin? Why do you say Prusa Shalchitin? What's the question? Why do we use the word Persisin and before we use the word Perusa? And later we use the word Perusa. <coughs> if Persisin and Perusa mean the same thing, then why do we change the terminology? Now, the Rishainim... No. And so we're talking about when they're both <coughs> shleimin. But we want to make chiddush in, in Ravuna that even Ravuna would agree that the chitin takes precedent, or Ravuna would, would agree that the chitin takes precedent even when it's a prusa. According to Rashi, Pashas is the same thing. And Tosh is finding that a struggle. Why change the wording? Now, the Rishonim actually explain what is the Havana of Rashi when Rashi says that which to Rashi, that means I can have a choice. Does Rashi, does Ravuna not agree with the Shlema Mitzvah and Amukhi? Does he completely disagree with the word Shlema with Shlema being an advantage? It must be Shlema is an advantage. Is he saying Shlema is completely not an advantage? Nothing. Shleim and Psisa is the same thing. We learned in the previous Gemara there's an Indian to make a bracha on the Shalim. Rabbi says you should first make a bracha and then cut because you want the bracha on the Shalim. So there's an advantage in a Shalim. Ah, nice thing. So, that, so it comes along with Shalim and says, of course Shalim, even Ravuna agrees Shalim is an advantage. What Ravuna is telling me is that there's sometimes an advantage to the Psisa. And that's what she says. Imreitzer. Imreitzer means that this persistent is more chaviv to you. Why should persistent be more chaviv? So the Ritva says because there's less crust, there's less hard bread. The exterior of the bread is hard. So you've cut the edge. If I got a hold, I'm going to have to, you, you know, in those days they didn't cut out the middle and leave the edges and go to waste. Every piece of bread was, was a lifesaver. So they had to eat every piece of bread. So if you had a whole loaf, you're going to start from the edge. So you're going to eat the edge and the edge is is the hard bit, it's the crusty bit, but you're going to have to really work hard to, to chew and eat. 
So sometimes some people will prefer the prusa, because the prusa is right in the middle of the bread. So it's a softer bread. I don't have to work so hard. So it says Rashi, Imraitse, if I have a choice of Chaviv versus Shalem, Ravuna holds Chaviv versus Shalem, Chaviv comes first. Rabbi Yechner says no. And that gets around Taisa's problem. That gets around Taisa's problem. It's not Svaris Hafuchis. It's not Svaris Hafuchis. It's Chaviv versus Shalem. Chaviv versus Shalem. He holds Chaviv takes precedent. And he holds Chaviv doesn't take. There's no such thing as Chaviv. Shalim takes precedent. He respects your size. Because Shalim is, is always is a mailer. He says, of course Shalim is a mailer, but Chaviv is better. And if I have Chaviv and the size, then of course Chaviv takes precedent. So it's not really Svaris HaFuchus anymore. It's really one, one little point of, of contention, one point of argument, and that is, does Chaviv have anything, any part to play against the Shalim? Does it not? Whereas Rona says it does, and Rabbi says it doesn't. But Tesis wasn't quite clear in how to understand Rashi, that's how to follow Rashi. And then Tesis remains with a question, Rashi. You, Rashi, are telling me that Rabbi Yechna holds Psisin Gdoidim take precedent over Shalim, and Rabbi Yechna holds Shalim take precedent even, even over Psisin Gdoidim. Secondly, why do we change the wording of the the Gemara? To which, therefore, it comes along Tesis, Purish Rabbeinu Tam, he has a new pshat in the Gemara. It says Rabbeinu Tam, the Mari Bepsisin Gedoilin Ushleimim Ketanim. We're talking about large pieces of bread and a whole, large chunk of bread and a smaller roll of bread, a smaller loaf. V'achi Purishin, now the Machlech says as follows, Amre Vonam Avarchal Apsisin, Kloim Im Yutzeh, if the hole is larger than the psisin, then there's no question about it. Everybody agrees I've got to make a brach on the hole. Everybody agrees I've got to make a brach on the hole. The whole machlekes Rabbi and Ravun is talking about only when it's large. When the psisin is larger than the shleimin. There comes along Ravun and he says, psisin larger, a larger psisin and a shalim on equal footing, equal status. A large psisin is very choshev. It's large. Shalim, Choshep, it is small. A roll versus a whole big, large, half a loaf of bread. You've got a, a, a Sheva Brochus challah, which is just had a little bit taken off. And you've got a tiny little bit of a roll. You make a mighty on it. Which one should you make a mighty on? Ah, then now you can understand. The large, large loaf of bread with a bit taken off is, 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 is there's a to it. But there's a Chashib to the Shalim as well. Says everyone a choice. Says everyone a choice. Whichever one you like. Comes along and Whenever I have a shalem versus even something chashev, my shalem always takes precedent. Shalem mitzvah and amukha to be make a bracha on a shalem. Mitzvah and amukha to make a bracha on a shalem. <coughs> so let's get that clear. According to Rashi, we're talking about equal sizes, choice, but larger size, the larger size always takes precedent. Why? Says the ritual, because there's a chavivus there as well. It's a chaviv together with a larger size, takes precedent. Contra time, no. We're talking about when there's a larger size. A larger prusa with a smaller shalem, Ravuna says choice. If it's a smaller prusa and a larger shalem, no choice at all. Everybody agrees you have to have a kibrach on the, on the, on the shalem. But the Ramachalek says only when there's a larger prusa and a smaller shalem. Well, there Ravuna says choice. Ravuna says choice. Whereas Rashi says no choice. You have to have the larger one according to Ravuna. Tayshi says choice. And Rabbi Yechon holds no. The shalem comes first. So Rabbi Yechon narrowed down the Machalekis to Choice versus you have to in a case where the proof is larger and the shalim is smaller. And that's how we pass in halacha like a bechnon. The rabbi bechnon halacha like a bechnon. 
We have a rule that if you have a machlekes rav nerechnen, the halach is like a rechnen, and then on the contrary, and then, then all the more so if you have a rechnen who's a tamid of rav, the halach will be like a rechnen versus a rechnen. The dafka, the amaroi basroi. We only say that which is a normal rule in halachas. We always follow the, the the later view. The reason why we follow the later view is because the later view saw the earlier view and disagreed. So therefore, we say that the later view is the halacha. Maybe had the earlier view seen the later view, he might have agreed to the later view. So therefore, we follow the later view. But that's only by the mamaroi basroi. But by the earlier mamaroim, we don't say that. By the earlier mamaroim, we don't say that. Says Tesis. Therefore, we paskin like Rebbeichanan. That we pass like a Bechman. So, we have now a Machlekes Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam. Whether we're, refer- whether we're talking about it in equal pieces, and Rabbeinu is saying that equal pieces, choice, and Rabbeinu says no, always a Sholim. But larger piece, Rabbeinu will tell you, you have to take the larger piece. Or are we talking about larger piece of bread together with the Sholim? And there Rabbeinu says you have a choice. And there be even and even there Rebbechan says the mitzvah is minamucha is the shlema. Now let's go on to the next piece of chitin. So let's go back to the Gemara. Let's work through the Gemara now. The philanthropic world that we've learned together, the Russian together, the tasters again. So here we have according to Rashi, equal sizes. According to tasters, larger pesisin. If you want to, you can make a bracha on the psisim, and you can absolve your bracha on, of the complete one. says, no, even though the psisim, according to Rashi, when the psisim are equal, or even when the psisim are large, the shalim always takes precedent. So what's this talking about? According to Rashi, he's talking about equal. A prusa shalchitin and a shalim shalchitin. Equal sizes. Because if the Prusa Shachitin is larger than the Shlemish Shasarim, there's nothing to talk about. Everybody agrees I make a brach on the Prusa, correct? I don't need the fact that it's Chitin. So we must be talking about equal sizes. Are you with me? Rabbi Yaakov, are you with me? Cheshwin? We have to get this clear, because the taste is going to go through. Are you with it, Rabbi Yitzchak? Are you with it? It must be, this second case of the Avo must be talking about in, in the scenario where there's a choice in the previous Gemara. Can't be talking about the scenario where there's no choice, because then I don't need the chitin and sarin in the picture. So it must be talking about the case where they're equal sizes according to Rashi. Equal size chitin to, to a shalim of sarin. Everybody, even, even Reb Huna, even Reb Yechanan will tell me that I'm a to make a bracha on the prusish of chitin, because the chashivas of chitin takes precedent over the that's Rashi. Reb Paul, we're not talking about with the evidence. We're talking about what you should do. Nobody's going to tell you it's a brachal of atala, but you're a mavatal mitzvah. You're a mavatal mitzvah and amufcha. So according to Rashi, we're talking about prusa shel chitin of equal size to the shleima of sairin. A prusa of chitin equal size to the shleim of sairin. I still make a brach on the prusa because it's chitin. Chashivas takes precedent over shleimus. Chavivas versus shleimus. There's no precedent. On the contrary, Rabbi Yechon says shleimus is 
preferable to Chavivus. Chashivus of Chitin takes precedent over Shlemus. We haven't got that. You have to hang on. If Chashivus takes precedent over Shlemus, then it'll definitely take precedent over Chavivus. That's how we should follow, logically. Let's see. That's Rashi. We're talking about a Psisin which are larger than the Shlemin. Psisin which are larger than the Shlemin. Then Rabbi Yechon says, Mavorach al-Psisin, Opoites ha-Shlemin if you want to. And Rabbi Yechon says, Shlemin mitzvah na-Muvcha. Even then, Shlemin mitzvah na-Muvcha. So now, Ava Prusa shal chitin u-Shlemin shal soyin. What size are they? Dibrikoi mavorach al-Prusa. What size is that? Because everybody agreed that if the Prusa was equal to the Shlemin in the previous Gemara, that would make a brach on the Shlemin. So what's the Aval now? The Prusa is larger and the Shlem is smaller than what? Then everybody agrees I'll make a bracha on the Prusa Shal Chitin. Means even Rabbi Yechlon agrees I have to make a bracha on the Prusa Shal Chitin. But if they were equal, not. Or even if they were equal, everybody agrees I'll make a bracha on the Prusa. This more comes to time becomes a bit unclear. Contra Rashi is simple. Flows nicely. Contra Rabbi time it's not so kishmak. Doesn't go so nicely. What exactly are we talking about here? It says Rashi. No Rashi. No Rashi. Nessi Tesis. Aval Prusa shall chitin. Ushlema shall minasairin. Devra koyim avarcha la Prusa shall chitin. The chiti adifi mishum da kadme kra. What's the chashivis of chitin? The chashivis of chitin is not because most people prefer chitin to sairin. No, because that would be called chavivas. The chashivis of chitin is because da kadme kra. In the Pasuk, you have Eretz, chita, usaira. Chita comes before sairin. If the Torah mentions it first, that means the Torah is giving a chashivus. Avo psisin ushleimin miminechod. What would happen if I psisin ushleimin miminechod? Afiliyu psisin mi pas nekiyav ushleimin pas kibur. Even if the psisin was a finer bread and the shleimin was a coarser bread, but they're the same type of bread. Now most people like finer bread than coarse bread. Most people, uh, not many people, like black bread, for instance, over a nice kishmak challah. Yet, so I would have said that maybe I should make a, 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 what would happen in a case where I had a psisin of a pasnakia and a shleiman of a paskiba, would I say the same thing? Chavivas, oh, pasnakia? So I said, no. Mavorcha l'shleiman, kedisa b'tsefta. I make a bracha on the shleiman, like we see in the tsefta. Shleiman, the glus kois. Or shleiman, the balabayas. If I have a choice of whole chalas, this is the tsefta. Whole loaves of glus kois. Oh, whole loaves of the balabayas. Mavorcha l'shleiman, the glus kois. Because glus kois is, Already something more chashev. Proust of the gluskois, or shleim in the balabais, even though gluskois is more chashev, mabrach ala shleim in the balabais. I make a bracha on the shleim in the balabais. Since it's the same type, even though it's more chashev, it's more chaviv. Pass. Kosher. Or pass shall not, he says it this after. If I've got Jewish bread, or non-Jewish bread, mabrach ala kosher. I should make bracha on the Jewish bread. So if you have a choice of a ravita and a biscuit, or uh, awesome cracker you should make your bracha on, on, on the awesome cracker not on the ravita that's pas kosher to be able to be pas nochi now pas kosher doesn't mean it's not kosher ravita it means but I think ravita is actually pas, pas, pas yisrael and they've changed it to pas yisrael ravita but uh, ravita a few months ago Jacob's cream crackers yeah Jacob's cream crackers 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. <laughs> but they had to eat pasakum is only if you haven't got pasisrol of equal. So you've got to set, decide that Jacob's crackers taste a lot better than awesome crackers. If they do, then okay. If they don't, then you mustn't eat Jacob's crackers. Sorry to put this man in the works there, Paul. <laughs> so if you have Schleiman. It's not Pasisro. No, Ravita says Pasisro only now. I only know that because of my catering career. There you go. That's why you're here and that's why you're telling us all. Take the white bread, the non-Jewish white bread, off the table. Until after the Birchas Hamaytzi, not to get himself into this shaila of making a bracha on the chaviv when it's a pasnochi. He'd rather make a bracha on the on the kosher bread than to make a bracha on the pasnochi, even though the pasnochi is. When it's past lovum. Sure. I said to you, you can have pa- yeah, yeah, Jacob's yeah. crackers and awesome crackers. The Jacob's crackers are better. I can't tell you because I've never eaten a Jacob's cracker in my life. So I have no idea. And the last time I had a, an awesome cracker was a long time ago. So I really cannot tell you which one's better. But if you say they're better, then fine. You can have them on the table. But make a brocha lechat chiles, says the Rebbein Shimshon, on the pasty straw. Shnei. Shleimin. Mimin echod. Im echod yeisen noki. Mevorachal anoki de chavu leitfei. So here we have a little bit of a mixture between Chaviv and Shalem, uh, with uh, brachas being on something which is more Jewish, because that's the Chaya, has a Chavivus to it, has a Chashivus to it, versus Chaviv of the Paslava, not so clear in Tosus. Not so clear. Our Koponim, Tosus learns, Prusus Shachit in the Shleim Shalsayun, is Chiti is Adir, because it's Chashu, because it's Akadme. But from one min, where it's only Chavivus, then Shalemus takes precedent. Then Shalemus takes precedent. Where do we learn that? Do you remember such a word, Shimon? I think it's very special. That's two weeks ago. Sion is a Mechel but it's it's still a Mechel Adam. Yeah, but shouldn't we automatically say that something hits him? That's only no, but it's it's a Mechel Adam. Then it's only Chavivus. Then it's like pass Nokia to pass Keva. It's only Chavivus. Chavivus, we wouldn't say that the psisin is, is, is more. And that's where Rashi becomes complicated. Because Rashi's told us before that psisin is better than the shalim. Psisin gedolim is better than the shalim because it's chaviv. Because it's chaviv. But so there I got chaviv together with the gedolim. Yeah. Chaviv together with the gedolim takes precedent over, shal- sh- sh- over shalim. Tezis is talking about when there are... Where, where are they? According to Rashi, we're talking about when they're equal. Right. According to Rashi, we're talking about when they're equal. So when they're equal, then chaviv doesn't play a part. Sholem is more, is the text present of Chav. We're going to have to stop here, and even though we're right in the middle of a sugya, we're going to have to come back next week and start the sugya again, so otherwise, I can't imagine we're going to remember everything we've learned next Sunday, that we've learned today, and we'll...
to Chazorim what we've learned and we'll go on so very, it's a complicated sugya the Rashi Tosis runs right away through the sugya praise Hashem